Welcome to Gain That Tune. Welcome to a new episode of Game That Tune. We are that wacky show where we play video game music and then we guess what video games that music is from, along with some wacky trivia and other shenanigans. And I'll say wacky even more times. In fact, every time I say wacky, you take a drink and we're going to have a wacky old time on Game That Tune. We got David say hey. Hey. We got Johnny say hey. Hey! We got John say boom shakalaka. Boom shakalaka! But that's not actually the sound of my voice. This is what I sound like. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying, that's weird. You sound just like the guy from NBA Jam. Yeah. Funny story, though. Working on that impression. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> really honing my skills. Let me let me give you my Michael Caine real quick. No, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hey, uh, we we're doing a, a special Sega episode thanks to David, our winner of last episode, and um, because the Sega Dreamcast turned uh, some age that was relevant, I guess at the time. So we <laughs> so Say we it. all picked Sega games. Um, you know. Just, you know, games by Sega. And, uh, you know, me and Johnny are particular Sa- uh, Sega fanboys. Uh, John and David, more uh, Nintendo bros. But uh, we're definitely going to chat it up, play some jams, and enjoy ourselves with some blast processing. Yeah. Hit it. Game one. Cool. Yeah, that was awesome. Anybody recognizing that? Hmm? 
Yes. Uh, yeah, of no. course. <laughs> That song. That, that, one, uh, cool. that one pushing you in the right direction. I think so. Yes. I can't say that it is. Oh, okay. I thought there were some lyrics in there, but okay, well, uh, well, we'll do some trivia on this one. See if the trivia helps you out. So, um, this game is noteworthy for its downloadable content. In its original version, the quote unquote downloadable content did not actually have to be downloaded at all, but was accessed by visiting a website through the console's browser. More on DLC after this final song.
Anybody want me to keep talking about DLC, or you feel like you got it? I think I got it. I think I yeah. got it. Think I have it? Cool. Because, yeah, this uh, this was one of the original games with DLC for the Sega Dreamcast, and it was the first game to have DLC for the Nintendo Wii. David, too late. Okay. <laughs> I, I, had speci- I had specified that it was the Wii version, but... Ah, okay. Johnny, let's see it. Okay, uh, Jesse, I tricked you with the second song. He says Nights on Wii. Johnny yeah. and David both say, Somebody Amigo! They're correct. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, I hit the correct before you said it. <laughs> hey, I mean, I said it that way. You had to think that it was correct. Like, they both said, somebody amigo! You're fucking wrong, guys. <laughs> That's how I'm doing from now on. Crazy Taxi 2 or something, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Mm. Samba de amigo. What a game. Right? Right. Moving on, game two. Um... Possibly the best racist game of all time? That was going to be one of my first questions. Is this game offensive? (laughs) uh... My my usual rule of thumb is if you have to ask if it's racist, it probably is. Really? So, but, I don't know. I will say there's one caveat. Mm. And it's not a great caveat, but it's a caveat. (laughs) Caveat nonetheless. And that's that it's a Japanese game. Yes. And the Japanese have a very weird fascination slash sense of humor about racism. I guess so, that's yeah. F- you know, that's the thing. You know, <laughs> is there a tense relationship between Japan and Mexico? I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. if there was, then I'd be like, well, man, Japan's really fucking with Mexico hard on this one. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think they I, have that. <laughs> I kind of feel like this falls into the, like, it's a small world after all section where it's like, hey, this is a positive representation of, like, the world together. But people from those cultures look at it and go, oh, no, no. Is that that how you see us? We're all blockheaded monkeys who just love to shake maracas and, you know, dance with bongo playing jaguars and, like, carnivale teddy fairies and shit. Like, come on, man, that's not Mexico. <laughs> I was gonna say, I love that, like, all the characters are very square and blocky, and oh, then, yes. like, the one female character is just nothing but curves. She is perfectly <laughs> rounded. She is great. <laughs> no, actually, there is a second female character. There's a woman who's dressed as, like, in, like, a cat suit, like a jaguar suit. She's a little blocky. But, man, that pink butterfly fairy who's just dancing alongside you on the you know bustling street or whatever yeah she is curvaceous so uh, good job there sega um you know no uh no ocarina time great fairy titties in this game um, like ass processing oh man oh. yeah <laughs> but uh yeah, John, you owned a Dreamcast at some point. Did you have Samadei Amigo? <laughs> no, I never had it, because like, you had to use those Maraca controllers, I think, and mm-hmm. I, I don't recall ever seeing them at the game store, or maybe, I don't know, I just, I never had them. I was going to say, the next question, you know, like, you know, okay, so is there offensive stuff in this game? Is there anything more offensive than those wacky-ass Maraca controllers? <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> like... See, Those things look complicated as shit, and I feel like I see them at Goodwill all the time. <laughs> like <laughs> somehow those just never leave. There's just a set of corded maracas like next to a pair of old shoes at Goodwill all the time. 
but I don't know. Anybody See, play? Everybody, everybody actually always... held those maracas before? You know, what do you what do you know? No. I was gonna say, everybody always jumps all over the weed for all their, like, wacky-ass peripherals. The Dreamcast had some weird stuff. There were the yeah. maracas, there were the there was a, a fishing controller. Yeah. Like... <laughs> that controller looked awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the maracas thing is super extra weird. Like, it's not just some maracas. Like, that, that would be too simple. Like... Cause I was thinking about it, I'm like, damn, man, did the Dreamcast have, like, motion-sensing maracas to go with it? Like, that's amazing. Like, what, you know, how did this system die? And it's like, oh, wait, no. <laughs> exactly. It didn't have motion-sensing maracas. It was a set of maracas with some sensors on them, and also, like, a pad that you had to stand on with, essentially, the Wii sensor bar on the floor. And oh, it could wow. detect, I didn't know you had to stand It on. could detect how far away the maracas were from it. So you would boot up the game, stand on this wacky foot pad, tell the game how tall you were, and then <laughs> it would detect you know, the, uh, the height of wow. the maraca shake based on all <laughs> this wacky input. It's crazy. See, this, <laughs> like, this seems I, like far more convoluted than up. it needs to be. I like, know, right? Like, I yeah. feel like they could have gotten away with just a set of maracas that had three buttons on them, and you just push the buttons. Yeah, like Guitar like, Hero with maracas, where you're you know, pressing the buttons well, as you shake. Well, I you just know. mean it's like the, they're just maracas, and they've got three buttons. So you like you push the upper, middle, or lower button, and they just like trust you to shake along because it's fun. But yeah. really, you just need to push the buttons. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, I, not a bad idea. <laughs> I love the idea of you go to show somebody the game. You're like, okay, well, so before we get started, we got to calibrate these maracas. <laughs> <laughs> Please set, set the maraca on the table and do not move it for five seconds. <laughs> Look, the maraca is now calibrated. Somebody, <laughs> bingo! <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, it's uh, you know, the, I mean, that control system is fucking crazy. You know, I was glad that this came out on the Wii because they simplified it. Here, you know, you have to hold. You didn't need two Wii remotes. Or a Wii remote and nunchuck. Apparently, two Wii remotes is the way to go. But you know, yeah, hold two Wii remotes and shake them. Cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not stand on a wacky pad and you know do all this crazy <laughs> shit. No, just here's two things: hold them, shake them at different heights, occasionally strike a pose. You know, that's all you gotta do. And uh, yeah, man, the game—they look pretty fun, man. <laughs> like, it's uh, it's crazy. I mean. Have you seen videos of this recently? Like, what you know? When I say Samba de Amigo, like, what do you what do you picture? Yeah. <laughs> I just picture maracas and that little uh, monkey. And a, His know, name is Amigo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. of uh, like, a sombrero. Yeah. You ever see videos of people playing like extremely ridiculous Guitar Hero songs and expert and hitting every single note? You know. I picture Ugh. that, but with shaking maracas. <laughs> yeah, I've been watching a lot of videos of that this week. It's awesome. <laughs> like, that, that monkey, man, when you start hitting those notes, he fucking gets into it. <laughs> like, David, any thoughts? I was <laughs> going to say, like, I anything in your mind's eye? Like, the, some, like, Amigo with his maracas and his big smile, and then just, like, explosion of color. Like, yeah. every time I think of this game, I just think of, like, bright, vibrant Mexican colors. Yeah, no, that's appropriate, because it always starts out on, like, a, a stage. You're either on, like, a, a stage with a bandstand, or you're in, like, a, you know, like a street carnival thing. 
and you start playing, and as you do better, you, you know, build up some combos, the fucking buildings start going, and then, you know, all the people start dancing, and then when you get, like, to a certain combo, everything just goes into this crazy rainbow acid tunnel, and every, like... <laughs> Amigo and his dancing crew transcend time and space, and the whole thing just gets really fucking trippy, and it's just nice. awesome. Like, I love watching videos of people doing that, because it's just like, okay, yeah, you know, there's a couple of, you know, cactuses dancing around, and then all of a sudden everybody's in a rainbow tunnel. Like, you know, if I was playing that, I'd be distracted as shit. Like, it's, uh, it's a pretty busy game, to say the least. Like... And I feel like, you know, as somebody who's played a couple of rhythm games and is easily distracted by bright colors, I, I would not do well at this. Like, I would not be able to tune out these backgrounds at all. Like, especially, See, I that's noticed, how they get you. Yeah, I noticed in a lot of the videos, Amigo doesn't keep time. Like, you don't shake the maracas and Amigo shakes the maracas. He's doing his own fucking thing. He's just there to confuse the shit out of you. Like, yeah, it's Wait, pretty great. So, like... So somebody amigo stars amigo the the maraca shaking monkey who's kind of like the player like character but he doesn't correspond to your actions he's Not just really. there to distract you that is a dick move yeah no it's awesome like it might like I'm thinking at like lower levels it might correspond to like more what you do but like I was watching some high level videos and like you know you're you're shaking and keeping the rhythm and he's just like dancing and flipping all over the place and just you know going buck wild. And the main thing that seemed to change was, like, the camera. Like, the camera's moving around and doing quick cuts that go with the beat. And other than that, like, you should not pay attention to anything going on in the background, because it's not rhythmic at all. <laughs> like, uh, so, yeah, maybe uh, that's it, you know. It's, uh, yeah, just built to just overload you with color and distract you and eat your quarters in the Japanese arcade. Not really sure. But, uh, uh it's, uh, it's so much fun. And the music's great. It's got a bunch of uh, got a bunch of you know samba and Spanish music, um, you know. And then in the Dreamcast with the DLC, you can download Sega theme songs. That's why the first song was from Rent a Hero. The second song was from Knights. Yeah. And then the third song is actually the theme of a very famous Japanese wrestler. But I just loved it so much I had to play it. <laughs> so. But do you remember the wrestler's name? Yeah, uh, Antonio Inoki. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, I was going to say, Jesse, I will turn the floor over to you as the wrestling fan here. You can close us out with some know. Inoki talk. I don't know anything about that guy. <laughs> he's Japanese, he has a really big chin, he's got a great theme song, uh, and he wrestled Ric Flair in North Korea in front of 190,000 people. I've been reading a lot about this guy That's since I started amazing. listening to this music. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So. Oh, man. I think it's uh, about time uh, we get on to the next game. Uh, I would say yes. You know, let's uh, let's just uh, shake it up and move on to the next game. Game two.
bad. I like it. Yeah. So. So this is our request this week. So who wants some trivia? Uh oh. I would like some trivia. Okay. Please. So. This game was very popular in the West, uh, mostly due to it being a prequel, so people not feeling that they needed to buy and be familiar with the series. Uh, The game sold out in the UK, and Sega of America was very pleased and ordered a reprint of the first four games in the series, trying to get more people interested. However, the companion app for this game was not released outside of Japan. Hmm. Companion app. The um the main takeaway should be that this game is a prequel in a series that has several titles. Final Fantasy. <laughs> I didn't know they made a Sonic prequel, but here we go. <laughs> Sonic <laughs> prequel. Sonic Zero. Also, while everyone's uh, finalizing Shut their up, answers, John. do <laughs> Sonic Zero. <laughs> 
while everyone is finalizing their answers, um, I do want to give a shout out to at Dire Honchcrow on Twitter who gave us this request. Cool. Nice. Excellent. Thank you, Dire Honchcrow. It's a good request. You're the man. Here we go. So let's see some answers. Uh, <laughs> oh my God! John, John Regan says that. San Francisco surfing. <laughs> incorrect. John Harrington <laughs> says Sonic Zero. Incorrect. <laughs> Jesse says Yakuza Zero. Which is correct. Yes. Hey! Earning that Sega Legend title. <laughs> Man, so. I've been wanting to play these Yakuza games forever, and I still haven't got to. <laughs> um, I have not played a Yakuza game. They always... I I was grossly misinformed about the series, because I always thought they were kind of like another GTA gritty crime game. Um, but as I was listening to the soundtrack and looking into this game... Because uh, I assume nobody else here has played Yakuza. Nope. I've, I've played like 30 minutes of like, I think, three. And it's it, those 30 minutes were amazing. So. I just learned through Googling that this one came out on PS4 this year. So if I can find it cheap, I'll think about it. Because it sounds like it's got awesome music. And it's Yakuza stuff. So I assume it's got gangsters um. and swords. <laughs> Because I figured, yeah, it was kind of like a Grand Theft Auto type thing, which it is, but also part of this whole series is filling it with distractions. Like, there's there's a story, and there's this gritty crime drama family with turnabouts and betrayals and all this stuff going on, but you also have all these side quests and minigames. You can go to an arcade. You can play OutRun. You can do, there's like a batting cage minigame. You can manage a restaurant. There's like all these weird, bizarre distractions when you're not beating up people in the street and stealing their money. Nice. (laughs) And like the combat is super cool. Like you can like smash people into like telephone booths or pick up bicycles and beat people with them or curb stomp people. And it's super arcadey. And almost RPG-like, and like you can get like drunk on like sake and stuff, and then go fight people. And like being drunk gives you like buffs or whatnot or debuffs. And uh, it, a lot of people say it's like the spiritual successor to Shenmue. Like this is what the Shenmue games were supposed to be like. And then now we're gonna get Shenmue three, but looks so good I don't know, too. <laughs> the the Yakuza games just look so fun, and. Uh, one of the big additions for Yakuza 0 is there's two main characters you can play as, and apparently you can swap between three different, like, fighting styles, and one of the Ooh. characters, his, like, strong fighting style, he just permanently has a baseball bat, and you unlock a move where he kind of, like, spins it around him, and it just decimates everything around you. Nice. Sweet. Nice. Yeah. I love baseball bat tornadoes. I mean, you know, that's awesome. It doesn't. And I mean seriously, like I said, if it's you know if it's Yakuza stuff, there should not be guns in the game. I mean I'm sure there's probably some gunplay or something because it's you know it's a gangster game, but like that ain't the Yakuza style, man. They beat people up and maim them with yeah. blades, you know. Right. Yeah. No, everything I've seen is basically like fisticuffs and some wrestling moves. You can like pile drive people and slam them, like Jesse said, into mailboxes. Yes. Curb hmm. stomping is very big in this game. 
Ooh. <laughs> you know. And like people are like watching you guys fight and like cheering you on and stuff. It's just ridiculous <laughs> and fun. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's how it is in Japan, right? I mean, I've never been, but I assume that if a Yakuza fight breaks out in the middle of a crowded square, people stop and cheer it on. <laughs> like, and, <laughs> and the battles happen in like uh, random, almost like random encounters, like RPG battles. Like you'll be running and then all of a sudden out of nowhere, like some guy will run up and like, like bump into you and be like, "Oh, watch where you're going, buddy!" And then you guys start fighting, and it's <laughs> it's it's cool. Yeah, Someone was, introduces watching... themselves without handing a business card over, and then you gotta fight. Yes. You have to fight each other. <laughs> I was watching um, some videos of it, and there's literally like the guy comes out of the building and just turns down an alley and just starts walking down the alley amongst these people, and this guy hauls ass towards you and then just shoves you, and it starts a fight. Just like out of nowhere, he just runs up and starts beating you. Yeah, just it's a little slice of life game. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, it's just how it goes. Exactly. Sometimes you're walking, you decked out, you got your eye patch and your tuxedo on, and somebody runs out of nowhere and just shoves the shit out of you. I mean, you know, it's the life of a Sounds like Thursday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, Yakuza Tuesday. It's the uh, you know hot. <laughs> it's just Yakuza how it goes. Tuesday. <laughs> That sounds like an episode title to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I was looking at the, the pictures for the game, and it's like, two characters looks like it's a guy with an eye patch and a tuxedo, and then, you know, like a kind of Miami Vice-looking dude. I guess, is the game set in the 80s? Uh, uh, this one is, yes. Yeah. It's, it looks pretty dope, man. You know, it's got, uh, got some color to it, got some... Uh, Clearly, not, I don't think it appears to be taking itself very seriously based on like that no. image. Like, no, they, you know, they both have a scowl on their face, but that appears to be the extent of the seriousness. Like, you know, they scowl, but then the game is what it is. Like, yes, I want them to understand like that the entire series, like all of the characters, have that like grim, gritty, serious, but that's it, which just makes <laughs> everything more ridiculous and funny. Uh, it'd be great if they just had a, a constant scowl on their face, but like everything else about the game is comedic. Like all the shoes you unlock make squeaky clown noises. <laughs> you know, like, the you ultimate know. like unlockable weapon is one of those like giant squeaky hammers. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Something involving just giving you know giving one of your rivals a bunch of colorful balloons. You know. <laughs> I might be thinking the Yakuza's are clowns for some reason. <laughs> I just don't know where I'm going it's with weird. this. <laughs> I feel like you should retract that statement. Yeah, clownza. Yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> and Yakuza don't at him. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe I'm thinking of y Yakuza, Bozo, Yakozo, Yabozo. Yakuza. <laughs> Thug-ass clown from Japan, like, you know, <laughs> frankly, I'm into it. Wait, are they Juggalos? <laughs> oh, God. No, man, because oh, they are no. not a gang. They just oh, like okay. the music. <laughs> so, okay. You know, they're just normal people who like to paint their faces and listen to a band from the 90s. Please, FBI, leave the Juggalos alone. Uh, there, I'm getting <laughs> off my Juggalo soapbox. <laughs> so, I did not expect our Yakuza, Yakuza discussion to go there. <laughs> Today I learned that John has a um, Juggalo soapbox. Yeah. <laughs> Every now and then I gotta bust it out. You know, I, I take a I take a hard stance on Juggalos. Not a gang. Also, just a bunch of douchebags. Yeah. <laughs> also, also, good episode title: Juggalo soapbox. <laughs> That's a good one too. I, I like to imagine that like, off the paint. 
John just has a special, like, double door closet filled with various soapboxes, each one for a different issue. Like, oh, this yeah. is my soapbox. This is my, like, voting rights box. This is my, is Samba de Amiga racist box? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> Hold on, man. I, I'm not ready to talk about this. Let me let me go home and grab my other soapbox. Like, you know, trust me, I've, I've got one ready for this. So maybe, just maybe, I'll have to go into my soapbox closet on the next game. I'm segueing, and I'm not even hosting the show. You're doing a really good job. I know, right? So we should, as a reward, we should play the next game. Game three. Sounds mm. very familiar. Yes, rocking.
Hey, that's fun. Wow. Yeah, it is. All right. Who is ready for some trivia? Do you need Coming any trivia? You? Yeah, I need some narrow down trivia since I now have the series locked in firmly. Um, so what do you got, Johnny? <laughs> this is the first game in the series to feature downloadable content. End of trivia. No, actually, I do have another one. Um, <laughs> my God. Come on, you got to have one that completely gives it away. It's how yeah. you roll. Yeah. No, so in preparation for uh, this game, the developers conducted a trip to Central and South America because uh, none of the developers had ever seen environments like ruins and jungles before. And they wanted to make a realistic world for this game. Let's hmm. see some answers. I got my finger on the hat trick. Oh, you should, Let's John. See. <laughs> Let's see here. Everybody wrote Sonic Adventure, and that is correct. <laughs> everybody gets points. <laughs> yeah, when Johnny's playing the songs, everybody get a point. <laughs> and that's all I have to say about Sonic Adventure. Johnny, take over. So, yeah, this game actually had true DLC. Like, you could uh, connect to the internet and download data to your memory card. Uh, like, it wasn't just on-disc crap. It was actual things that you would get from the internet bro. and load up in the game. Yeah. You throwing, you throwing some shade to Amigo? That's how it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. That monkey Jeez. will fight you. Exactly, man. I'll beat you with those Maraca controllers, son. <laughs> I would want a monkey like fight. To be honest, yeah. that'd be kind of fun. No, it would actually be deadly. A classic hedgehog yeah, monkey fight. Until, you say that until it starts throwing Maracas at you. Yeah, exactly. Or feces. I was going to say, it ain't a poo flinging monkey, it's flinging Maracas. <laughs> maracas filled with poo. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, they somehow they still make that shaking noise. Oh, so oh, on, the, on the topic of poo maracas, Sonic Adventure is pretty fun. Yeah, more yeah. fun than a maraca That's full how you poop. segue. <laughs> like, that 
first level is just so beautiful with the, the killer whale jumping in the background and stuff. Like, yeah. when you see that, you're like, this is the Sega Dreamcast. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. Like, that, that was just incredible for your eyes back then. Yeah, no, because, yeah, you know, when you put it into, into, you know, this is coming off hot off the N64. Like, the N64 was the most graphically advanced console at that time. And, and it had then some the hot-ass draw distance. Yeah. <laughs> so then, yeah, when you first fired up that Dreamcast and, and you play the first level of this and, like, everything's just gorgeous. Like, this is 128 bits. Yeah. Like, it was <laughs> so good. Like, that first level was basically just Dreamcast demo, but it was so great. It was awesome. Yeah. I think that's the only way I played it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was, the first level was the one where the orca is chasing you on the bridge, right? Yeah. Yep, and the bridge okay. is falling apart behind you and all oh. that. What the fuck am I thinking of? And then Tails starts talking. Ugh. Yeah. <sighs> so, uh, I forget. I have nothing. And then Big the Cat shows up to go fishing. <laughs> Ugh. Oh yeah, this is the game that introduced Big the Cat. Fuck Sonic Adventure. <laughs> yeah. So, so Johnny, this isn't the one where you start off like surfing in San Francisco. No, that's Sonic Adventure Two. That's oh, okay. Two. Then I know nothing of this. Good day. <laughs> two yeah, is when you're rolling around at the speed of sound. I think. Right? I think two is a better game. <laughs> David, you're thinking of the cartoon. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Wait, the fastest thing. Rolling around this at the speed of sound. Rolling around at the speed of sound. Yeah, that's Sonic Adventure 2, because that's while he's, like, yes, surfing yes it is. down the hill. Yeah. Motherfucker, yep, how do I'm I wrong. know more about the Sonic Adventure games than you do? Yeah. I don't Which know. one is, uh, Crazy like, fire. keep grabbing that rainbow or something? <laughs> yeah, I don't remember what the songs on this one were about, because I didn't... I don't listen to... I, I really... I never listen to any of the music with lyrics, because they're not very good. I just listen to all the instrumental tracks, because they're great. I think you need to open your heart to the (laughs) songs. The cheesy vocal Sonic songs are the best songs. Open your heart and or ass and let the songs in, John. That is is not speech becoming of a night of the wind. (laughs) I'm a spy. I have all the wrong opinions tonight. (laughs) This is your fucking episode, dude, and you're botching it. Hard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but no, so despite the problems of things like Tails talking and Big the Cat, I actually really like Sonic Adventure 1 a lot. Um, it's actually, I mean, it's fun. Yeah. Uh, for a lot of people, it was basically, you know, just Cow Simulator, you know, Chow Simulator. I, oh, I never yeah. know how to pronounce it, but. Um. Bang, <laughs> four. <laughs> Don't you do it. <laughs> yeah, you've got to say a lot more on this. This is your game, man. <laughs> no, so uh, I only ever played this on the Dreamcast, but I know that there were re-releases. Like, there's a version for GameCube, I think. I don't know if you guys ever yes. played that one. I, I never played it. I played the Dreamcast one as well. Because that's how you're supposed to play it. You don't play Sonic games on a fucking Nintendo. <laughs> what kind of horseshit is that? Well, Nintendo being the people enough, that there's just one made Neo systems that people color. bought. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. It's kind of it's kind of like asking me to play a game on a Saturn. <laughs> like you know, I could, I won't. Um, <laughs> Well, it actually, on the game. And honestly, I don't know if I could. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of an example of that, but you you know what I'm saying. If, you know, if a game came out on PlayStation and Saturn, uh, yeah, chances are, probably play it on PlayStation. 
just uh, <laughs> tossing that out there. Because <laughs> uh, one sold 100 million, the other uh, was the you know second to last nail in the coffin of the Sega consoles. So, you know, continue on if you'd like about the final nail in the Sega consoles, John. The uh, you know awesome Dreamcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, mm. Mm. great looking games. Great looking so, games. What ruins? <laughs> Oh, well, like in the game, you know, you have the cutscenes with uh, T'Kal, you know, talking about what happened to the Master of Mold way back in the day. Um, and you actually, you do go to them, too, uh, if I recall correctly. It has been a while since I've played this, so, like, I'm not totally up to date on all my Sonic Adventure lore. Mm. But, like, the first, like, with the first place you go to from the city is, like, the, the jungle. So, like, yeah. like, right then you go to the jungle. <laughs> Just, so. you know. Outside the city limits, boom, you're in Tikal. That's it. I think you take a train. You do take a train, but... <laughs> Even though Sonic is the fastest thing alive, yeah. he took a train. I'm pooped. I'm going to take a train. Toot, toot. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. so, you know, I won't even do you guys the disservice of bringing up a bunch of Method Man stuff, so, uh, you know, because he had an album named Tikal. I'm not doing it. Uh, you know, um, Sonic, you know Sega missed that crossover opportunity. 18 years ago. <laughs> so, question. Um, is this the point where the Sonic series got ridiculous? Because before it was just like, okay, Fast Hedgehog and Fox Friend fighting against a guy imprisoning animals, pretty straightforward. Now you're talking about ancient ruins and, like, the Master Emerald history and these Tikal guarded, like... Is this the point where it just got batshit insane? Yeah, like, yeah. Unfortunately, like, even though Sonic Adventure 1 and Sonic Adventure 2, I believe, were very quality games, they were pretty much, you know, lighting the fuse for the, the Sonic explosion that would come, you know, on DeviantArt. <laughs> and, uh,. I was going to say, how long before uh, Shadow the Hedgehog turned up? <laughs> well, yeah, because so Shadow was in Sonic Adventure 2, and it was cool at the time because you got to play as a bad guy. And you're like, oh, crap, you get to play as, as a bad guy, you get to play as him, you get to play as Robotnik, and it was, like, really neat just to, you know, I haven't played very many games. Like, I think Breath of Fire 4, you could play as the villain in that. But um, it was awesome, and uh, Shadow stages were, like, Sonic stages, and uh, they were fun, you know. <laughs> but then they gave, but then uh, they gave Shadow his own game, and that was a big mistake, you know. <laughs> and gave him a bunch of guns and stuff, and that was weird. I feel like you could say that was a big mistake about most Sonic games that came out post Dreamcast, <laughs> you know. Probably. Boom. Yeah. Except Sonic Mania. That's my Sonic soapbox. Good yeah. night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's another piece of trivia I found on VGFacts.com, and this is this is one I, I was hesitant to share because I want to go listen to the song and identify it and like verify it, you know. Ooh. But apparently, Knuckles' theme song, unknown from Emmy, incorrectly states that he is a porcupine, which awesome. is amazing. Wow. <laughs> that's you know, quality stuff, man. Like, yeah, you know, that's that, that can't even be a translation error. That's just you know they hadn't decided on anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not an enchilada anymore. He's a porcupine. <laughs> enchilada. <laughs> yeah. What is that red thing anyway? He's got spiky hands. Uh, porcupine then. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Recording. 
Crush it, Forty. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know how Sega produces their music, but it seems like it's pretty much that. Um, <laughs> shit, man. <sighs> and yeah, Johnny, that last guys... game. That last song might sound familiar oh. or might not because um, it is a recycled <laughs> tune from Sonic 3D Blast. And I recall covering oh, Sonic 3D Blast or... on the show before. I just don't remember if I played that specific song or not on the show. I, but I think you a, did. I, yeah. I was going to say, like, that last song might. That last song might sound familiar because it's a uh, cover of a song from Sonic 3D Blast. None of us have played Sonic yeah. 3D Blast. Not helping. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you might know that song from Knuckles Chaotix. You're probably more familiar with this song and its use in Sonic 06. <laughs> yeah. For those listening in podcast nope. form, John is shaking his head in the negative. I was going to say, my silence says more than a punchline ever could. That is how a host uh, you know, gets around not wanting to say anything bad about Sonic, because it's Johnny's game, and I don't want to talk too much shit. Uh, That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind. Good, John. Fucking A, man. Uh, these 3D <laughs> Sonic games, man. Barf! <laughs> Whoa, John. Uh, okay. You went from zero to hundred yeah. real quick. I just jumped back up on my soapbox, man. Just, <laughs> oh, secret. Just, turn, take, just yeah. turn that spigot all the way to the left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the old salt spigot just, you know, it came loose. It just started blasting straight off the wall. So, um, you know, one of you hosts has to get us out of this. <laughs> I tried. I. I said game next game like like a minute ago, and you guys kept blabbering about this horse shit. Hey, well, <laughs> you know, next time you'll speak up, live and learn. Moving on. Oh.
love that Hank Hill That's serenade. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, who would like a little trivia for this game? Oh God, please, yeah. yes, please. Um. So this game features a hostess type character uh, whose outfit you can customize. Uh, it is possible to unlock various Sega themed wigs for her, uh, including a knight's wig, a chow hairstyle, a puyo puyo hat, um, and a ulala wig, and a sonic hat. Uh, these can be unlocked by turning the game on while specific Game Boy Advance cartridges are in use. Hmm. Okay. All right. Cool. thought it was cool that this game used kind of sort of a variation of lock-on technology don't you pander I'll... to john like that <laughs> no please do i enjoy being pandered to i love lock-on technology pander the well, man it's one of those things where it's like i like cameo crossover things where I'm like oh yeah you can get unlock all these sega things in this game it's like oh that's really cool how do you do it plugging in other games Huh. That's right up my alley. It, does it download the content from those other games? No. <laughs> Ooh, so, uh, Jesse says virtual <laughs> hostess. Um, good answer, but incorrect. John Regan says burning rangers, but with propane. God damn, I wish that was correct. John Harrington is the correct answer with feel the magic. 
Oh, uh, yeah. I Guess did not realize that was the Sega game. <laughs> <laughs> this game was not only published by Sega, it was developed by Sonic Team. Huh. I completely forgot about that game, and that's a shame because I own that game. Oh, I did own that game, and it was awesome. Yeah, yeah this game's uh, fucking all, great. All I know about it is it's a DS game, and it has something to do with dating. And I've heard yeah. that music before. So, you know, Jesse, since you love it, go nuts! <laughs> I just remember there was a bunch of, like... Like, isn't it a bunch of, like, different mini-games and stuff? Yeah, it's do? it's kind of like WarioWare, but with a story. Like, it's, a, it's basically a mini-game collection, but the whole game is about... Um, you play this guy who falls in love with this girl, but there's this bully that's trying to steal her away. So you're trying to, like, win her over with the help of this performance art troupe called the Rub Rabbits that like jump in and do all these wacky things to like help you win her heart. Rub Rabbit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No comment on Rub Rabbits. <laughs> Everything about this game just sounds very sexual. Like It is. <laughs> it is. Oh, yeah. it like is. a Nintendo game, you know. And like, the art style was really cool. Yeah. Just like, got to rub a it, bunch of DS bodies. I just I all I remember is enjoying it and the, the cool art style and the good music, but damn. That's it, all I got. You got anyone else got anything about this? Um yeah, I have a lot David. about this game. I enjoyed the hell out of this game. Just just spill. this was this was like I think this was a DS launch game. Um and I played the hell out of it. Um it's very weird, but not in like a strange, bizarre, what the hell is going on way, kind of a like, this is fun, but I can tell this is from like another country. Japan. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you David's can tell it's Japan. Japanese, but not in a like, the country what the you're fuck looking is for going Japan. on? It's just, no, it's just, it has that kind of like innocent foreign wackiness. Oh, yeah. um, I remember... One of the games, it's, I actually thought it was kind of sweet. You're walking with the girl and you have to use the touch screen and the stylus to hold her hand. So as she's walking, you have to like touch her hand and keep keep track of it. So you're holding it, but then a swarm of bees comes at you. So you have to stop to hit them and swap them away and then go back to holding her hand. Um, there's, oh, cool. At one, at one point, the bully like kidnaps the girl and I think takes her away in a helicopter. So the, the rub rabbits give you a boat. So you get into this boat and you have to blow on the microphone to like push the sailboat across the water while avoiding sharks. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck blowing the microphone. Like, this is this is the kind of like weird logic that this game has. Um, there is a part where the girl is like sun tanning. She's lying down, um, and you're going to put like lotion on her back, but a bunch of scorpions climb on her back. <laughs> so the whole game is you have to hit the scorpions to knock them away. But if you touch her, she thinks you're trying to cop a feel, and she gets mad at you. <laughs> that seems like an easily explained situation. Like, you're trying to come feel. No, you're covered in scorpions! <laughs> this. <laughs> Calm down! Like, <laughs> this is freaking me out a bit because I have had. Ground. This is freaking me out a bit because I have had that exact nightmare. <laughs> 
being covered in scorpions or like you trying to save a girl from being covered in scorpions and her assuming you're trying to like that one. <laughs> okay. uh, I think uh, that's I like common right after like the nightmare of falling from a great height and like being <laughs> naked at your job it's you're trying to hit scorpions off a girl's back while not offending her <laughs> yeah no, i mean uh, you know i have a persistent nightmare where i'm trying to take a walk with my wife and hold her hand but i keep getting attacked by bees <laughs> when you're saying that i was thinking like yeah it's like you know the challenge is you got to hold her hand and it's like she's just like one of those tube men and her hands are just going everywhere like, calm down man like, i just want to take a walk her hands are just going fucking crazy and you gotta tap, hold it down with the touch screen. <laughs> that might... <laughs> no, yeah. I'm not gonna dive deeper into that. <laughs> but yeah, this, oh, this game, it's... Like, it's hard to sit there and really talk up a minigame collection, but this yeah. game's a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> and it does have a really cool art style, because, like, every character is basically silhouette. They're, like, yeah. all pitch black, but still wearing clothes. Hmm. Mm. It's really cool. It's I mean, you checking out. You really yeah. sold me on the Scorpion minigame, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like you're, you're, what else John's do you laughing. have to brush off of her body? <laughs> yeah, John's laughing, but I'm not. I really want to try that. I'm very curious. <laughs> I, just, I mean, yeah, you have it's... a 3DS, so you can play it. Yeah. Ah, I was going to say, man, yeah. you can probably find this like at a used game shop for like $7. Like, Ooh. You know, this game is yeah. old, and I don't think it was like super well received. I don't think this is like some fucking all time classic. I think it's just a DS launch game. So you can probably get this and the Metroid Hunters demo for like, you know, Ooh. 25 cents if you want. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. This game actually, it did get a sequel. Um, apparently it was just starring the Rub Rabbits and like didn't have the guy or the girl. So I don't know, like, it's just a mini game collection. Um, I don't know anything about the sequel other than that. Uh, but the original is a lot of fun. It's a very wacky, charming game. Wacky. <laughs> thing for wacky. <laughs> um, <Sorry. laughs> yeah, t were they trying to, you know, was Sega trying to come up with their own rabbits? Like, they, they have this wacky minigame collection where it's a dating sim. And then, <laughs> well, and then you know, was... the rub rabbits are here to help. Now they get their own game and forget all the dating. There's just some wacky love rabbits just running around. Wacky. Like... <laughs> I, I'm saying it, it on purpose, like, motherfucker. <laughs> I think it was more like the DS like came out and Sega was looking at some. We should make like a mini game collection using all of these unique features. That'll sell well. That'll be popular. It came out. People liked it. And then WarioWare came out, and everyone forgot about this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you want to come back to and blow into your mic for the Rub Rabbits? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> we got, we got yeah. scorpions. Yeah. <laughs> Please, she's covered in scorpions. <laughs> come back. <laughs> the game's just begging you with these horrible water. scenarios. Like, Please, the bees are attacking. You have to come swat them. Like, that's it. I'm closing my DS. Clump. <laughs> I really want to start... Breaking games uh, on at like X out of X scorpions. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking it'd be funny if you left the game in you know open and on, and it just started like you know beckoning you back, like begging you to help this poor woman who's you know stuck in all these wacky scenarios. Yeah, it's, and uh, it's just a yeah. screen full of scorpions when you come yeah. back. 
No, like, it, like instead of the game giving you like a sound alert, like your battery's running low, or please like put it to sleep mode. It's just a scorpion hissing at you. Yeah. <laughs> it's the sound of an ambulance and some paramedics. Like, oh god, she's dead. <laughs> just, oh, looks like scorpion venom. You cut back and she's turned into a giant scorpion. <laughs> oh no. And that's the sequel, Feel the Scorpion. Oh, but then God. it's actually Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Oh, dude. That's no. what we need. We need no. a minigame collection exactly. dating sim starring Scorpion yeah. from Mortal yeah. Kombat. Hold her hand and you just throw Get a spear straight through it. Like, <laughs> Ow, God! <laughs> You have to hold a. You have to go on a nice date and hold her hand, but you have to resist the temptation to throw a spear through it. Yeah, like boom, feel the scorpion. I'm into it. And then finally, like the final cutscene is just throwing the spear at you, pulling you in. Get over here! I want a hug. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you take her back to the nether realm. And, yeah, it's just a happy yeah, ever make after. Sure Sub Zero doesn't steal her away. Yeah. Oh yeah, a lot of ninjas in that dating game. <laughs> yeah, it's the way it should be. So let's go on to the next game. Game five. I'm feeling it.
Adventurous. Okay, you guys ready for some trivia? Yes. So ready. All right. Um, If you check the books in Saya's library, several of their titles are references to various other Sega games of the time, including Run Hedgehog Run, The Golden Axe Volume 3, and A Day with Echo. Um, a screenshot of the player fighting in a 3D dungeon, like in the original game, appeared in magazines, but the concept was never used in the final release. <laughs> I think that's funny. You're like looking at the magazine, like, oh, this game looks cool, and then you get it, and you're like, wow, this is nothing like the game. <laughs> I miss those days. <laughs> so, what do we got? Yeah. David's D- David says, uh, Fancy Star 4. Uh, Johnny says, Fancy Star 4. And, uh, John says, Loud Ass Library. <laughs> uh, David and Johnny are correct. Of it- course. Anybody played Fancy Star 4? Uh, pardon me while I no. Google Fancy Star 4. <laughs> <laughs> I have not uh, actually played it, no. Ooh. Oh man, it was like it was the RPG for the Sega Genesis. Like uh like obviously you know they had three other Fantasy Star games and um they're okay. I I play I did finish three. Uh three was pretty alright, except for the first person battle system, but four, oh man, everything was just so much better. Like I really feel like of the time, it deserves to be in that spot with the great RPGs, like you know, Final Fantasy VI or or Chrono Trigger, or, or it should be Fantasy Star Four. 
you know, up there too, because mm. like it's a really, really fun game. You get into like this awesome battle tank, and you fight like giant sand creatures and stuff. And then, like, you go into space, you get this awesome, like, uh, android in John your party named Ren. Space! Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> like, it is, like, it starts off for all, like, fantasy and stuff. You get this weird owlbear dude in your party. And then all of a sudden, you're going into space. And it's like, you know, fuck. <laughs> and you go to, like, several planets. You don't just go to, like, one other planet. No, you go all over the fucking galaxy. Well, I would figure with the name, you know, having the word star in it, you got to expect some element of space travel. Space! Uh, thank you. <laughs> uh, you know, I was, I was always wondering, did Final Fantasy, like, sue them to make them spell this with a PH, like, just so there would be no association so. with their series? Like, because it <laughs> seems like if you call these fantasy star with an F, you know, they would just sell more on, like, you know, association, like, hmm, Final Fantasy? Fantasy Star. Okay, well, th you know, that must be what my kid wants. That's why he has the Genesis. I'll buy that. You know, but PH, <laughs> it just, you know, it's... I don't know, it confuses people. <laughs> I think it just looks cooler with the PH. Yeah, I do too. It looks it's kind of sci-fi, you know. It just gives to that, that weird Sega flair, you know. Yes. Like, Sega did things different, so they're going to have a different kind of RPG. And, like, as much as I love Fantasy Star Online... I just wish so bad that they would make another just straight up single player RPG uh, fantasy star game. Se Sega does what Nintendo don't like spell things correctly. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. Or I'm but, sorry, you know, Nintendo yeah. spells it right. You know what I mean. You got that wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was John, how do you, how do you, you know, think fantasy I, is normally spelled? <laughs> 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 uh, nice. This is why you're a computer guy, not a uh, not a writer. This is you why know, I have such it's... a hard time logging into my fantasy football crap. <laughs> using a PH this whole time. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yahoo Fantasy Football with two PHs is, you know, <laughs> it's like a serious <laughs> Russian <laughs> hacking site. Yeah. <laughs> It's uh, you know, it, it's not complicated, John. <laughs> you know, most things are spelled with Fs. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> most. Yeah. Try and sound most it out. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's go Coaster. through. Let's go through a list of words that sound like they could be an F or a PH. As we go into tonight's Pharmacy. lightning round. No, I'm kidding. That's not happening. <laughs> Tonight's lightning round homonyms? Is it an F for a PH, huh? <laughs> Oh, fuck. That's with Damn PH. Damn it, I kind of wish that was it. <laughs> fuck with a PH. <laughs> so, I mean, Fantasy Star 4 is just, you know, comparative, like, it, you say it compares favorably with, like, Final Fantasy 6? Yeah. Sweet. Like, it's, it's pretty straightforward. Um, with you PH. know. Leveling up, you know, fighting, there's a storyline. Basically, you're like a bounty hunter, and you go and start doing these, like, uh, missions to, like, help out and stuff, and one thing leads to another, another and you're in space. Space! Nice, John. Getting better. Whew. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, yeah, I don't know. The music but, is know. rad, and, and, um... The main reason I picked this game is because uh, while everyone was getting their fancy Super Nintendo Mini, <laughs> I got uh, Sonic's Ultimate Collection on uh, 
uh, what is it, PlayStation 3. Sweet. And it's got like 40 Genesis games on it, and one of them is Fantasy Star 4, and I started playing it. Got it so far. The only, or there's one criticism that if you're going to get into playing it, you need to like have a little guide to tell you what the spells do, because um. they're all named all jacked up stuff that like, you don't know what any of these things mean. Like if you've never played a Fantasy Star, and I was like, all right, what does the spell Foy do? <laughs> like, do you, uh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, I've played them before, so I know it's a fire spell, but if you don't know that, then you're like, what the fuck does this do? <laughs> and then I guess if you just, you know, like, use your spells to see what they do, and you're like, okay, that one did damage to that one. Yeah. Oh, that one just rose my agility. That's pretty cool, I guess. You know? Yeah. So, you know, so you just, you just gotta kind of test names. it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, makes but sense to me. I mean, you just got is you know, was it red? Okay, I think that means fire. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm gonna cast this blue thing. Oh, that's weird. It did the same thing. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm never gonna figure out this wacky game <laughs> and its spelling of things. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez, Fantasy Star, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'd like to play these, you know, going back to the actual RPG roots of them. I played Fantasy Star Online a little bit for, uh, like, GameCube back in the day. But, uh, yeah, never really got into, uh, had any or had any knowledge really before that of the series. So it's like, oh, that looks cool and super Japanese, I'll pick that up. And it's like, you know, this used to be RPGs, right? No, I didn't. I'm not going to find out. <laughs> like, it's not going to find out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On what system? <laughs> oh, okay. No, we're good. You know. I, you know, I should go back and revisit these, but, uh, eh, until they make a Genesis Mini, I think, uh, I think I'm just gonna stick yeah. with, yeah, my, uh, my SNES Classic and my Final Fantasy VI, which I'm also playing for the first time, so, uh, I'm way behind on 90s RPGs as it is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a world of hurt. Uh, but, I don't know, man, any final, with PH, thoughts on Fantasy Star 4? <laughs> um, it's awesome. Yes, it is. And, man, I didn't uh, didn't really make a big deal about it before the show. Because, you know, we don't do a whole lot of milestones celebrating on the show. And I've realized I would rather celebrate, you know, games played on the show rather than episode milestones. Because uh, the episodes are, you know, somewhat arbitrary. And, you know, the games take more time to, uh, you know, you got to track what you're doing. Fantasy Star 4 is officially the 400th game. That we've covered on Game That wow. Tune. <laughs> Whoa. You know, that's awesome. Gentlemen, that's pretty fucking, with a PH, impressive, if you ask me. <laughs> you know, so, impressive, wow. the PH. Shut up, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn it, you ruined the moment. <laughs> so, no, it's, that, yeah. it is badass, though. Oh my god. <laughs> 400 games. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, you know, I love that. It's pretty great. And I was like, oh, we're going to hit on the Sega episode. I kind of hate that, but I'm cool with it. <laughs> like, <'cause that's>, yeah. <laughs> how, uh, how, how the fuck have I not, like, run out of games <laughs> at this point? Like, my game knowledge is nowhere near as deep as you guys. <laughs> it's yeah, really impressive. True. That means that, like, John's pulled out, like, 90 games. Yeah. Yeah. You know, held it together. I mean, <laughs> yeah. 81, some requests, and, uh, yeah. yeah, like, you know, John's, uh, still going. <laughs> you know. He's about to run out. <laughs> it's impressive, honestly, that, though, we're at episode 81, and John was still pulling out a new Sonic game that we hadn't played yet on the show, <laughs> like, 
Well done, John. You spaced them out. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, they did make a lot of shit. <laughs> I was looking at that, I was like, oh shit. Okay, it's John. It's probably a Sonic. Double check. Is this Sonic Adventure 1 or 2? Has he used both of them? No, he hasn't. No, he hey, has how not. How about that? <laughs> uh, yep. Mm. So. I do like looking at our games that we previously used list and just S. Sonic, 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 <laughs> Sonic, 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 Sonic. Yeah, it goes deep. Those S's, you know, between between the words Sonic and Super, it's a pretty long section of the uh, of the list. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man, great game, a lot of fun. And uh, it appears that we have a tie. So I have a tiebreaker question for Johnny and Jesse. Johnny, hit the tiebreaker sound. Uh? That is the official Tim Allen tiebreaker sound. So yeah, this, uh, this is our 81st episode, and we just played our 400th game on the show tonight. Five games uh, published by Sega. But uh, previously, we've played a lot of games that were published by Sega. So I'm just going on the, uh, the information available to me on our own uh, game tracking spreadsheet. You guys write down a number and tell me, closest without going over, out of our 400 games, uh, how many of them were published by Sega. Ooh. Are we doing standard prices right rules closest without going over? Yeah, we'll see how they do. And this does okay. include the five games tonight that were all published by Sega. So. Okay, and how many Your games have we done? Your answer must be no. six or higher. <laughs> Johnny, goddammit, I just made a big point about how many games we've done. <laughs> uh. Uh. <laughs> One. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> Alright, uh. goddammit. Alright, I want to see some answers. Let's see. Oh, man. Um, wow, we both picked this similar uh, Johnny number. says 90, huh? Jesse says 97. Uh, they both way overshot. Uh, oh. <laughs> so I'm going to do the uh, price price. Uh, whoop, 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 whoop. Uh, 51 games we've chosen <laughs> yeah. published by Sega. Hey, that's one out of every eight games on the show. That's a pretty good, uh, that's a pretty good ratio so far. Wow. So, uh... Yeah, Johnny. I don't know, man. Hit the calculating computer. Figure it out. This this uh, lightning round really, uh, or you know, <laughs> tiebreaker really backfired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one won. Calculating computer <laughs> activated. Computers beeps beeps. <laughs> Scoring complete. <laughs> this game's winner is. Man, what a perfect win jingle. The Sonic win theme on our Sega-themed episode for John, Mr. <laughs> Technicality Regan. Great game tonight, John. You know, you hey. did it somehow. I don't know. <laughs> you know the you're classic John win. Exactly. So <laughs> we attempt a, uh, a tiebreaker question, we don't break the tie, and somehow John gets the win. Classic game that tune, baby. We've, we're really firing at all cylinders. Got a smooth... You know, really clearly laid out ruled show after 81 <laughs> episodes. So, uh, great game, John. Uh, do you have something in mind for a theme for next week's show? Uh, we have not done a free play in a long time, and I actually legitimately would like to do a free play. Okay. Um, fuck. Wish you had told me yeah. that. I would have you know, prepared a new free play jingle. 
Uh, if I knew that, oh, I'd be winning. Damn it. I was. Uh. <laughs> no, where are all my free yeah, point if all of these matches were scripted. Uh, yeah, exactly, John. <laughs> if you had said there's a chance you might win, I would have loaded up a free play jingle knowing that. Instead, <laughs> you know. I'm I was, just uh, damn, it. damn it. I was really hoping that John would win like in a couple weeks so we could do a free play in a couple weeks because there's a game soundtrack I want to use in a couple weeks. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's. Uh, <laughs> there's, you know, we're instituting a like a couple of week buffer on that game. You know, that's. Uh, Thanks, Johnny. Could be heavily featured at some point in the show. <laughs> Bye. No, one not both that one, the other one. Oh, the other one, right. Yeah. Um, Alternative, we could just go with indie games. <laughs> yeah, you could, because, uh, you know, I don't have a, a free play jingle loader right now. It's like your, uh, your wacky soundboard that is loaded with the right uh, wind jingles. I didn't <laughs> load a free play jingle this week. <laughs> so, indie games. <laughs> okay, cool, we're going with indie games. What constitutes like an indie game? Oh, this uh, question you again. Just, you just feel it in your heart. Like, you just, okay. if you think it's an indie... If, if you're pretty sure it's an indie Gotta game, it's the probably magic. an indie game. Yeah. Like, you know. <sighs> yeah. It's really pretty subjective. You, just, yeah, you know really when you see it. A game yeah. that's not, like, triple A publisher. It's the same way you answer the question, like, is this porn? Like, you just know it is. You, you know. made that same joke oh. last time, you son of a bitch. I did, uh, damn it. Yeah, you did, man. Uh, so, cool. Johnny, you and Jesse are still in host mode, so I think you've won the privilege of taking us home tonight. Ooh. Do it. All right. So, let's see here. Um, yeah, so thank you, everybody, for, for uh, tuning in tonight. If you like this show, you should go and check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash gamethattune, where we have fun, exclusive content uh, over there, starting at 5 bucks a month. The, the new thing that right now is the two-hour SNES Classic mixtape. We have music from every single SNES Classic game, uh, arranged by John into an amazing mixtape. It's really good, and I think that's immense. probably worth... What's that? I said that shit is immense. Yeah. That's probably worth it for the $5 alone, but we also have other fun things like the GTT rap and uh, other stuff. So you should check that out. Uh, if you join our super fan tier, we'll thank you on stream just like this. A special shout out uh, goes to Lance Revere, Andrew Oliver, and Alex Messenger. Thank you for supporting our show. Uh, you should check you out GameThatTune.com where we have links to everything. You can go to the Patreon. You can check out our Facebook, our Twitter, um, our YouTube. All the links are there. It's your one-stop shop for all things Game That Tune. You can look for Game That Tune in any podcast app, whatever you use for podcasts. To search Game That Tune, you'll find it. Uh, you hey, can Johnny. Yes. I have a question. Yes. What if it's like you know, like a Friday night, and I'm like, man, I'm kind of bored. I want to listen to some smooth jams. Oh. Maybe some cool video game music. What What would you suggest I do? Well, I have the perfect solution for you, Jesse, and anybody else that might be watching this right now. You should go really? to Just our YouTube. <laughs> you should go to our YouTube channel. Uh, you can either search Game That Tune on YouTube or, again, GameThatTune.com has a link. They'll take you straight there. We have a 24-7 video game music stream with all kinds of fun, context-sensitive gifts. So when a Sonic song, <laughs> when a Sonic song plays, Sonic runs around the screen. When a Street Fighter song plays, you get to see DJ dancing. It's a lot of fun. We got a chat I box that so you DJ can request songs. So yep. <laughs> if you go to if you go to music.gamethattune.com, you can see our song list, and there's also links straight to the video, so you don't have to search. You can type just type it in and go. 
Um, yeah. Say, that's our... say, Johnny, how long has that stream been going, man? It's been going a month as of today, I think. It started yeah, on September it 4th, 2017. It's the one month anniversary. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, you know, and hey, what made that possible? That stream that we got going for a month. <laughs> we are paying for that with our Patreon dollars from fans like you. Yeah. So thank you, fans, for supporting us and giving us money to go rent servers. <laughs> yeah, it's going really well. We're giving back yeah. to the community in the form of nonstop video game music, and it is dope. Yeah. Uh, John, one final question. Who busted ass programming to get all of that done? Jesse. No. <laughs> <laughs> Funny story. I'm trying to give you like a moment in the spotlight to pat yourself on the back. No, I, no, I, yeah, it's it's easily the most hard, some of the most hardcore programming I've ever done. Because usually when I write programs, like if things take too long, it's not a big deal. Whereas this, I have to hit a, a new frame of video every 33 milliseconds. Man, I'm not used to it. Yeah. <laughs> it was really hardcore. Johnny, you're good, man. You're very good. You do a lot for this show. Thanks to the people at Patreon that have funded your uh, crazy project. So, uh, you know, thank you to you, and thank you to them, and thank you to us for, uh, you know, creating such wonderful content. I, so. I will say, I, I do have to thank all you guys, because you guys have been on point at uploading all the soundtracks. Like, I've uploaded, like, maybe oh, five games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, there's a shitload of music on there. I think we have almost 270 soundtracks, and it's all games that have been used on Game That Tune. So, if you, in the future, make a request for Game That Tune, and we use it on the show, that song, or that game will be added to Game That Tune Radio on YouTube. Johnny, tell them how they can make requests. Oh, you just pull up the little live chat box on YouTube, and if you type uh, exclamation point info, you'll get some... Uh, oh, wait. Oh, how to make requests for the show, not Podcast, baby! Not on the... <laughs> hey! <laughs> wow. Okay. So, if you want to make a request, you should hit us up on anything, whether it's... Uh, don't send us messages on Twitch. We never check that, but you can send Telephone. us emails to... Game that tune at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter at GTT Pod. Um, you can message any of us individually. Uh, you can hit me up. I am JP, at JP Regan JR on Twitter. David, what's your Twitter Twitter handle? At DFD Fleming. J, G, uh, John, where can people find you on Twitter? <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> it's at JGangsta187. <laughs> Jesse, where can people find you on Twitter? At Sega underscore legend. All right, I think I have thoroughly fucked up all the closing out duties. <laughs> uh, this is why you're the winner tonight, man. <laughs> you, know, you get to, you know, trudge your way to the finish. <laughs> so, on I, that note, it, in the of fucking things up, we get to play my bonus music, which you're oh, all gonna no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, great. This is by the group Sonic Forever on Bandcamp. This is no. their version of Live and Learn. I hope you're ready. Good night, oh, everybody. God. <laughs> Yeah.
Oh. Alright, that Johnny never winning again rule is really gonna go into effect soon. Um, Samba de Amigo is copyright 1999, Sega Games Company Limited. Yakuza Zero is copyright 2017, Sega Games Company Limited. Sonic Adventure is copyright 1999, Sega Games Company Limited. Feel the Magic XY slash XX is copyright 2004, Sega Games Company Limited. Fantasy Star 4 The End of the Millennium is copyright 1995, Sega Games Company Limited. Thank you to Lance Revere, Alex Messenger, and that new guy. I forgot his name. Uh, John, oh, help me wonderful. out. He's brand new. Wow, John. Okay. Oh, he was new yeah, last we're week. We're going to do a fresh take of this because, one, you need to tell people about our brand new two-hour SNES classic mixtape okay. and our new Patreon backer, Andrew Oliver. Andrew fresh take coming up. Oliver, let me write this down. 